1: Hello everyone and welcome to a special episode of Set Lusty Bruce, your podcast all about Bruce Springsteen, his music and mostly his fans. And we are really talking to fans tonight because we are doing a celebration of a wild party that happened at Mary's place. And uh, mm-hmm. I am so jealous that I was stuck in Texas Joining me tonight is Julie, Howie, and Amy, and we're going to do this is the Spring Nut Serenade post show, uh, post episode show. How are you guys doing?
2: I'm good.
1: Super. Yeah. So, I'm still on a high. Are, 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 I was going to say how um, how 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 hoarse are your voices? And uh, are your feet <laughs> tired from dancing?
3: All of that yeah, yes, is true.
1: <laughs> yes. So I'm going to start with Howie, and then I'd like you two to join in. You know, Howie, why did you? What led you to try to set up this kind of massive meet and greet? You know, I I I've kind of put this in my mind. It's the it's the it's meeting for the lottery without a show lottery to be there, right? It's a pre it's a pre show party that just we kind of made our own show. So, why did you decide to do this, Howie? Uh,
2: well, the group grew uh, last year, and towards the end of the year, uh, around uh, New Year's time, um, you know, everybody was. Excited and whatnot, it was a big discussion about, you know, hey, how about, you know, getting together to, like, some gathering, and, uh, you know, we both, and you know, I rolled around my head, and then I, like, Julie and Amy about it, and it was, you know, a big undertaking, but we decided to, you know, to take a shot at it. We didn't think it was going to get as big as it got, but, you know, we were listening.
4: Anybody
1: there? Yeah, I'm here. Hi, uh, am yeah. Okay. Um, so, Howie, you broke up. So, you thought there were going to be 60 or 70 people there, and um, you were surprised that you got a few more, right?
2: Well, that was our initial, well, my initial, you know, assumption that who can make it. You know, I know everybody wanted to make it, but, uh, you know, people live in different places. and your other, uh, you know, expenses and whatnot. So I didn't know if everybody was going to be able to do it.
3: And if I can just add, at the time when we started discussing it, we had to try and figure out, really guesstimate who may or how many may or may not come and guesstimate it in such a way we weren't doing this for profit, but also, you know, there were going to be some set costs involved and figure it out. And we had no idea that it was going to snowball that the sales were going to be so fast and furious that we actually had to put a stop to it at a certain point
1: It was kind of special that it sold out. I think that was amazing
2: yeah it was uh it was definitely something uh, that we're very proud of, and we're part of the group hope that everybody had the the want to make the trip um as I said, you know, at the event that, uh, you know, a lot of people make sacrifices and and, uh, you know, had to gather up finances to make this trips. You know, we had people like, you know, even Amy came from Israel, and we had people coming as far as from Australia we had, and Canada and Texas like yourself. So, you know, it was, uh, it was very humbling that uh, everybody wanted to make this uh, really happen.
1: Um, Howie, did you do a calculation of how many different states and countries were represented in this. I think the final number for the afternoon was 260, right? Uh,
2: 260, and, you know, again, the, the Wunderbar from, you know, we started, you know, I told the Wunderbar maybe 100 tops, and I was really reaching at the time. And then, little by little, it started to catch fire, and, uh, it was, uh, you know, we got to a point where it was at two hundred and we were getting a you know, a little bit of uh you know, concern because we didn't know how much the Wonder Bar could actually hold. And when I spoke to you know the, the Wonder Bar itself, they only hold you know, in a, in a tight day, you know, the really tight tight would be like about three forty or something and you know, so we had to cap it off because we didn't want people just uh, you know be like sardines you know we want people to dance and be comfortable and you know and if we had god forbid we had bad weather that day that would make it even worse because we wouldn't have been to use the outside
1: and i want to applaud you guys for that because you know when you see this kind of snowballing it would have been easy and also not out of greed but just out of kindness and and love like okay we'll fit one more in you know we'll we'll, we'll throw another chair you know i i used to have um, an aunt that said, Once you're out of matching plates, it doesn't matter how many people are coming over to the house because, you know, <laughs> you're just the more the merrier. Um, and so I, I think, in that spirit, it would have been easy. But I, I appreciate the fact that you guys said, okay, we want to make sure there's room for people to move and, and meet and dance and enjoy. So good for you guys. Thank you. So, in a thing of editing, I realized I didn't give a chance for you guys to introduce yourselves, so I'm going to take this, I'm going to take what's coming forward, and then I'm going to move that at the beginning, and then we'll go into the show, so um, before we start talking about the event, um, I'd like us to go around and you guys introduce yourself. Obviously, people know me, but um, why don't we start with Amy, why don't you... Your name and Come where you're from. <laughs> okay. All right. So, Howie, you first. Uh,
2: so, you, so, you just want
1: to say, Howie Chaz from Brooklyn.
2: Yeah. yeah. Like, um, your name and where you're from. Know, I'm sorry, say it again.
1: Name and where you're from and, where from, from and anything you want to share. <laughs> uh, this is Howie Chaz from Brooklyn, New York. And you're the warden. I see. That is your new uh-oh, nickname, uh-oh. right?
2: Yeah, but do you you want me to mention that, or do you want to say it? I I just don't know if you want me to...
1: No, it's whatever you feel like saying, Howie. This is is pretty casual. I don't want to, you know,
2: my bounds with your show,
1: so... No, 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 you're fine. Uh,
2: Okay, so we'll try that again. Okay. Hi, this is Howie Chaz from Brooklyn, New York, the warden
1: of the Spring Nuts group. Awesome. And um, Julie? This is Julie
4: Sokol. I hail from Westchester County, New York, uh, specifically Mount Kisco. And I am the warden's babe.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Good. And uh, last but not least, Amy.
3: Amy Kalman. I'm from Jerusalem, Israel. I am neither the warden nor the warden's babe, but I am certainly a <laughs> spring nut. Mm-hmm.
1: Very nice. Now, Howie has been on the podcast with me, and we're working on tra- having him join me again, but um, I've never had the pleasure of talking to Amir Julie, correct? Yeah, I'm so proud. Um, I will try to twist your arm before this episode is over that you can come and share <laughs> your Springsteen story, and now that you see it, except for technology, this is pretty easy. Um, so then i'm gonna put in about the show i'll cut this in and then um so i i kind of mentioned this howie but um it's amazing when you think about people you know coming from that distance to see this and we're kind of used to people traveling a lot of distance to go to see a Bruce show or a Stevie show, or, you know, I just, Donna from Bruce funds, you know, went to Ireland and not just to see Jake, but she, you know, she kind of threw that in together. Um, I think it's a lot to be said for our fandom and that you did get these people to kind of, you know, we spring nuts, um, you know, traveled to just, fellowship with each other
2: well they are very close in group i mean you know if you follow the group you know um online you know you see every day that uh, how the interaction is and you know it's one thing to see the words on a screen and but it when you when we experienced it firsthand at that event it was uh even to this day it's like something i haven't grasped yet how uh Everyone was just, you know, 90% of them did not know each other, but you wouldn't have known that. Everybody was just so pleasant with each other. And, you know, again, that's something that uh, the group represents and we're all very proud of. You know,
3: it's a a virtual group, but it felt like a family reunion. Only family who, you know, long lost cousins, people who hadn't seen each other, but it was that people who had never met each other and yet it felt like a family reunion
1: i totally agree based on the pictures and the videos i've seen it felt like that and i'm gonna do what i do on the podcast go into a tangent of personal story but back in the 80s um really the 90s um i was part of a fandom for a comic book called Teen Titans and back then you know this was pre-internet you would um really no email you would write short stories or you know kind of write things you would make 45 copies you would send it to one person they called a central mailer central mailer would take everyone's 45 copies make combine them into what they called a fanzine And then would send it back. And so you would get back this other 35 members, their comments and thoughts about your stories. And there was this wonderful family. And when Lori and Charles, who were two members of the family, decided to get married, um, Lori actually asked me to go to Ohio to be part of their wedding. And we had never met in person. But because of our love of comics and because of our, you know, emailing and talking, you know, it – and my wife, Linda, said, did you feel weird? And I said, no, it truly did feel like I was going to see a family that I knew I just hadn't met. And that's right. how I felt this this serenade was. You know, you see all these pictures, and I just think that's – once again, I, I, I'm biased, but I don't know – if there's another fandom of another musician or band that has this kind of connection, so um, I'll let you guys go around the table. Do you do you think this is unique to Bruce Springsteen fandom? Do you think it's unique to your our Facebook page, or do you just tell me your thoughts?
4: I'll start. I would go. You go, Jill. Okay. So. I think that other fandoms definitely have really you know, strong followings and, and great fans who get together, but I think I'll take it one step further and say that within all of the Facebook groups just for Bruce that I've experienced, I think that Spring Nuts is definitely unique in that it's really not one of those groups where people are trying to one-up each other A lot of times people are trying to prove things to each other, you know, and a lot of the groups are really good too, but I don't think there's another one that has these close connections and just the level of camaraderie and respect that everybody has for each other. And I mean, Mm -hmm. it's a huge compliment to Howie because he vets all of the members and he's very stringent about, making sure that everybody that comes in the group is, in fact, a Springsteen fan and not just trying to, you know, gather up groups and members and stuff like that and any kind of trouble in the group whenever, even when there were political discussions, we just didn't want that in the group. And Howie would just basically explain that there's not a place for that. We come here to escape from all that. And, you know, it's turned into such a great escape. It's been it's just such a nice place to be.
3: It's a very selfless group of
1: people. I I, I would agree with yeah. that, and I do think it it helps. Um, you know, they we talk in business that the culture of a corporation or a business is the top down, the leader. And I think in this case, I definitely agree. Howie, along with his. You know, trusty lieutenants or co wardens. <laughs> no, you, it's Howie. It's you,
4: howie. It's you guys set a tone. Yeah, and yeah, it's, and, it's, yeah, it's definitely ahead. Howie.
1: <laughs> go ahead, Howie. Now that we've talked about you.
2: Well, it's, it's not okay. It, it, the group was started by me. Julie was the, definitely the first member of the uh who I spoke to about it. You know, before I once it, you know asked her opinion on it. Um, you know. The the group the, the the person who runs the group does not make the group. I've, I've said that many times because you can have it's like you you can have a podcast, but if your you know your guest is not a good guest, then you don't have a good podcast. Same thing with the group. I could have a group name, but if you're only as good as your group members, and those members make it easy for me because because of the camaraderie they have and the friendships and the bonds, I don't have to babysit it. And it's a joy to come, you know, watch this every day and interact with them every day um, because, you know, there's no drama. There's no, you know, uh, bad bad tidings or anything like that. Like Julie said, there's no one-up the ship. I know him better than you. I've seen 500 concerts. I've seen one concert. doesn't matter. We're all equal. Yeah. We're all having, you know, that one... Good time every day. Wake up and interact, and that, and it's, and that's important.
1: You know, and I wanted to share my gratitude um, to the group and to um, the online Springsteen community as a whole, and my podcast listeners. You know, when when I was in the hospital, and um, you know, I felt that love and affection. And I think Howie is a perfect example of, you know, anytime he and I've interacted while he's been planning this and, you know, he was kind enough to say, look, I've saved you tickets if you can get there. And I'm like, there's just no way I'm going to. And, and he sent me a shirt. And the first question always is, how are you doing, Jesse? You know, do you need anything? And, you know, he's a sweetie and a big old, you know, teddy bear and i appreciate it um and i feel that love from the community and and i think and i'm going to ask you guys in a minute your you know a couple of highlights but just seeing all the pictures and seeing the videos and just seeing all the joy of everyone posting and you know the walking tour and just the there it you just i think a family reunion is exactly how you guys and described it. it, it feels that way for me from the outside. So um, we'll kind of go around the table. Um, I'll let you guys decide who goes first, but a couple of highlights of the weekend and especially um, that afternoon, you know, um, party at Mary's place.
2: Well, the only thing I'm going to say first, I mean, i um, just cutting in off, off the record here, um... This is the Wonder Bar where where it was. So yeah. just you know, okay. So I wasn't sure if you. Were, yeah, I realize
1: it's the Wonder Bar. Yeah. Okay, then that's one to make sure. So um, yeah. that's fine. Shout out uh, to um, Wonder Bar for.
3: I think I think the the the, the highlight. It's it's very hard to pinpoint one, but overall, just the the tangible love and joy that was felt. The entire day, the entire afternoon, and it just lingered. And you can see it in the in the news feed of the the group's thread. It's like a love fest. It's been nonstop well, um, since the event. I agree with and, you.
4: And I'm just going to cut you off here for one second and say, the thing that has struck me the most is how I'm reading in the news feed. People are saying it was the best weekend of their life.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, me. I mean, that is.
4: How do you quantify that? You know, right. it's amazing.
1: And I, I, what I got affection. I was impressed with, is all of us who weren't there. Um, a couple of us were good natured jealousy, not really jealous, but just like, oh, I wish I could be there. But you know, liking the photos and liking the comments and and. You know, so many live feeds, and you'd watch it, and you'd see, and it—it it, really—it felt inclusive for those of us not there. That's like, hey, you know, we're—we're we're doing this on behalf of you just as much as we are there. You know, you are and in that, this. And that
3: was some some members just sat themselves down at the bar at the beginning of the event and put it on their live feed and sat there and didn't get up and dance so that they could just film it and have it in a live feed for others to enjoy. Yeah.
1: And that was amazing. Um, So I I appreciate all the general comments. Go ahead, Howie.
2: Well, I was going to say, like, there was two moments for me, obviously, um, that, you know, I was... uh, you know, really, as it got close, I was really nervous, um, you know, just nervous energy as it got closer the day before and wanting everything to go, you know, go affect all the months of planning and whatnot. And, and um, so we had to try to alleviate some of the work we were going to be doing on Sunday. We had people come on Saturday night to come stop, you know, picking up their fish t-shirts because we had 260 people and Again, this was just, uh, again, this is not the ceremony, this is just people picking up the shirts. Right. You know, when every, everybody was in this lobby and you could just, everyone started hugging each other and, you know, oh, you're this one, I can't believe meeting you and this and that. And, uh, you know, just a lot of love. And it was at that moment I felt a lot calm and saying, you know what, we're going to be able to do this. And then the, the really big moment for me, and I've mentioned this in the post because it's that's some it's probably something I'm never gonna forget. Um, it was, you know, the event was just so you know, it went off flawless and that's a testament also to my partners and because they worked with me endlessly and relentlessly for months on this. Um, but when they played Land of Hope and Dreams, which was like the second to last song, and everyone that was there just put their arms around each other. And it wasn't a planned thing. It was just let, you know, they just felt uh, compelled to do it. And they started singing the words to the song and we were all rocking back and forth. And then the chorus came on where, you know, this train carries saints and sinners and so forth. And, you know, that I just was watching everybody and, you know, they were intently singing it and, I just saw the enormity of the moment, and I just I just broke down at that point because, you know, it was just an so overwhelming sight. Um, you know, to see I, I, knowing first of all, first knowing that the event went off, you know, well, and it was a big relief. But just seeing that was a sight where, you know, one day when the, the video comes out, you'll see the, the the enormous amount of love that was going on especially during that song. Uh, I think because I represented everybody. And, uh, you know, that was the moment where, I, where I, I was just proud of Amy, Julie, myself even. And um, just, uh, I was overwhelmed by the moment. Definitely, it just over, overtook me.
1: Amy, Julie, anything to add? After that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Um, yeah. I mean, there was a lot of stuff going on that I missed. So I'm really happy that we video that we had a professional videotaper. Yes. Um, but my personal best moment, I mean, there was just so many moments, but I think that it was just like how he said the night before watching like one or two people came for the shirts and then three people came four people. And before you knew it, we were having a party in the hotel lobby. Yeah. And I mean a big party. And everybody just had these ear-to-ear smiles. And I don't think there was a drop of negativity from that moment all the way through the whole entire event the next day. You know, like everybody was happy. Everybody was like, it was like being in Disneyland. You know, everybody was just so happy to meet. And it was just. I mean it's cliche but it was so heartwarming and I was just so I don't know, proud of everybody. It was just I'm still overwhelmed by it. I still haven't yeah. processed the whole thing.
1: You know in August, um, you know, I was able to go and meet Howie in person for the eight twenty five show and um, you know, I met other people and and so I was, and that was a really special moment for me to to meet Josh, who's been on the show, to meet Howie, that's been on the show, to talk to other people, um, right. you know. So is there, and I don't want to call out favorites, and if you guys don't want to give a specific, I, I certainly understand, but do you have a couple people that that was especially touching that you got to hug their neck or shake their hand and go, you know, Absolutely. we, we've talked online for years, and it's just really great to actually see each other. So any specific shout outs you want to give? And if you don't, I well, understand. Do one. I'm, there,
3: there there, are so many, and I don't want to insult people by leaving people out, but I will say for me, my introduction to the group was my friend Toby Davidson from high school,
1: right and I
3: hadn't seen her in thirty seven years. Oh, wow. So seeing her was fantastic, and just the you know the extra special bond with the bringing me into the group as well made it all that more special.
1: Yeah, I could see how that would yeah. be.
4: That's amazing, Amy. <laughs> yeah. So, for, for me, and I'm sure I'm one of those people that when I'm asked a question on the spot, yeah. I always give like a weird answer and then I think about later, oh, I should have said this, I should have said that. But I think this time I'm getting it spot on.
1: Oh, because very nice. There's like
4: a, yeah, there's a member of the group that I think everybody in the group is just totally enamored with. And his name is Mark Crummel. He lives in oh, Pittsburgh. Yeah. And we have tried so hard to, like, get him here or get him to a show in the New York area or, you know, maybe even we considered going to Pittsburgh just to meet him, you know, when there was a show or whatever. And for one reason or another, we could never get it together. And, you know, we had gotten an extra ticket for one of the Springsteen book signings. And we tried so hard, but it logistically it couldn't work out because his daughter was getting married and it was like a whole thing. So meeting Mark and his wife, Rita, that was definitely up there. I mean, that was like the highlight for me of the people that I had so much contact with and, and, you know, there was so much behind meeting him. And it, they lived up to like every single uh, idea and expectation. And I think I can speak for everybody by saying that because they're just a wonderful couple. And, it was just fantastic. He was just as real as he is every day online. I mean it was just great.
1: That's great, so Howie, how about you? Well, you know definitely without a question, I
2: going to say the same person as Julie did because um I have a strong connection with Mark um you know, so and if, again trying to get him to come the book signing, we really wanted him to experience it but couldn't make it happen Um, but meeting him for the first time um, there was a video of it as well you could see uh, how you know it it was just uh, for both of us it was very emotional Um, but that being said as far as the people that I met there, there were a lot of people that again that really sacrificed a lot to get get to that place um you know rearrange their schedules and you know just the uh there's so many nice stories where there's like one story there was a, a woman sherry tesla um she you know dying to come to this mentioning it for months and then one of her friends um you know mentioned to me called me up and uh she messaged me i say and said to me um You know, I want to surprise Sherry. I'm going to talk to her husband, and we're going to surprise her and take her down here. And that was also caught on video where, you know, they were told her a couple of days before the event that uh, she was coming, and they surprised her, and she just broke down and cried and whatever. And seeing those things, you know, all these stories, uh, those are the ones that, you know, when I saw her there, I was happy to, you know, to, to see that she was able to make it and nothing how badly she wanted to make it. You know, a lot a lot of people that are in the group, just to say, you know, there are people that are, Jersey, you know, from Jersey or New York or even, you know, Philly, which is a close proximity, so to speak, to get to the one to bar Asbury Park. But then you have those people that are literally coming from, you know, California and all these other places and, you know, just... The want to get down there I was so appreciative that you know they really wanted to experience this with us and you know so there's not really individuals that I can pick out other than obviously mark being you know close friend and and whatnot but just seeing that people that said okay I did it I can go I want to get a ticket you know and they moved around the mountains to get here that's Everyone that I saw just you know made me. I, I must have hugged two hundred sixty people that sure. and each one and each one felt you know you felt the passion in it.
1: That's awesome, and what I find absolutely wonderful is we're about thirty minutes into this, and um, we haven't even gotten to. Um, Hall of Fame member, founding member of the E Street Band, uh, you know, Vinny Lopez hanging with the team and and enjoying that fellowship, and and I saw plenty of pictures of him dancing and laughing and joking, and you know, I just think how special that, you know, he was just another spring nut that day, and, and I think that shows <laughs> on how you guys, you know, because, you know, the first thing you would think is like, hey, well, we got to, you know, the shake the hand of one of the, you know, founding members of the band, and he was just another spring right. nut. I think that's amazing.
2: Well, you know, really was. that was done by Stan Goldstein, so, uh, you know, you thank him for that, but uh, we had no idea he would come to the event. We knew he would do the walking tour, um, but, you know, after he experienced the same, you know, he saw it. He felt it just like, you know, we were feeling it. And I remember him, he came over to me and just said to me out of nowhere, and uh, he said, you know, I'm always with you, brother, he said. And he says, I want to join the group. And, you know, listen, at the time I was, obviously I'm honored and appreciative, and he's, you know, listen, he's a Hall of Fame E Street member, And then when I woke up this morning, sure enough, I saw uh, (laughs) Vinny Lopez request for approval to join the Spring Nuts. And I had a look at it like four times to make sure that I was reading that right. And, uh, you know, he was in and then he started posting away today as if he was been in the group a year. (laughs) What
1: what I think funny, Howie, is I can imagine you going, oh, yeah, yeah, he's overwhelmed with, um maybe adult beverages maybe just the love but to actually wake up and go no he meant that that I think that that talks about the beauty of the event um I did want to bring up and I for those of you I I do not mean this uh sacrilegious but you know Vinny, when Howie when you talked about the land of hope and dreams moment I have gone back to where I have been at um, you know church camps or or you know different um, away sessions. You know where mm-hmm. with a music playing. You know I felt um, the spirit of community and the spirit of um, you know the Holy Spirit and whatever form you believe in them uh, there. And and I listening to that, I I felt that the spirit of rock and roll and the spirit of love and and peace, love and understanding. Right, this whole mm-hmm. I can just imagine that feeling. That this is this is what I wish we could feel out all the time. This is a high you're going to chase over and over again. Oh
2: yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I want to go back
1: yeah exactly um and you know my friends at bruce springsteen sings the alphabet talk about that um they just recently said that you know uh going to the first bruce show and hearing the song that you've been wanting to hear and that's a high it says that's the high you chase for every other springsteen show you go to to try to get that first feeling um this is just so amazing Uh, I I don't want to keep you guys too much longer, so let's go around the virtual table. Any final thoughts you want to share? And we'll start with Julie.
4: Okay, so I was just thinking, the one thing that we didn't talk about, Hallie, was how everybody kind of pulled you aside leading up to this and even at the event to tell you just how much this group meant to them in respect to, like, how their lives were going and things that had really been going badly or, you know, maybe people were sick or going through a hard time and how having Spring Nuts was this total distraction and and happy place. And some people even, I mean, I'll let Howie tell you the story, but some people said that it basically saved their lives this year.
2: Wow yeah it's uh i'll just say that when you were talking about the you know the passion of a uh, of bruce and whatever it you know for me i think you know like it went it goes beyond bruce it went you know i don't remember. i don't even think it. for me that the, at the actual serenade it was even a bruce thing it was more of a family thing like amy said and um, yeah, there was a lot of people, and I get these you know, messages you know all the time and it was more so when I got to meet them face to face and It's definitely very humbling and a lot of it you know was uh you know a little bit overwhelming to hear some of the stories that were being told you know to me and you know I mean not obviously not going into any details and whatever, but the only thing I will say that I am most proud of is that. And this is not a me thing. This is, again, it's a group thing because I'm not giving them any answers to help their problems. I am listening, but I'm not helping, you know, I can't fix problems. But the group does that for them where they can, they know that they can go somewhere and just feel safe and express themselves and be, you know, among their friends and what they call, like I call, the second family, and you know, that's my proudest thing about Spring Nuts is that, is that, you know, knowing that everyone is going through something, and I know they're going through something because we're all going through something, and whether God forbid it'll be sick or financial or, you know, bad times, um, you know, this is a place where we call it the asylum for a reason, because it's a refuge. It's somewhere where you can go, and get away from all that craziness even if it's temporary and you know that for someone to say that the group saved me or this this thing is you know something that i need every day is a very powerful statement it's not something that i'm saying you know to be egotistical or anything like that but i am very proud of that and very happy about that that you know people can find The solace, I should say, or some comfort and breathing space in spring
1: nuts. Well said, my friend. Well said. Um, Amy, how about you? Any final thoughts?
3: It was a magical, magical weekend. And uh, hopefully to be repeated. Good. I don't know how, or when, or where. Yes.
1: Good, good, very nice. Um, I just want to thank all three of you for joining me and sharing this. And um, the Springsteen community, and specifically the Springnuts community, does mean a lot to me. I, I'm you, how he has been very supportive of the podcast, and in fact, a lot of the members of Springnuts have been, and and share and help. You know, spread this, the work I do, and you know this is a joy for me. Just like you know Howie's, you know graphics and sharing lyrics and his kind of thoughts um when he posts are always beautiful, and I always enjoy reading them. And so this is, uh, this has been a really special moment for me to kind of share about this and kind of after-the-fact, best in this kind of love, and, you know, we hope we're going to keep it going. Um, so, so You're part of it. You're, uh, well, you, you're part of it. Thank you. I, I felt like I was there. You know, I felt the love, and I felt, you know, several people reached out and said, you know, that they had wished I could have been there, and I and that meant a lot to me, too. Um, so, Howie, I'd ask you to kind of come up with a lyric To kind of close it, and um, I'm hoping um, Mm -hmm. you will use the lyric that you posted today. um, You know that uh, with Blood Blood Brothers, Brothers. because Um, that. Go ahead.
2: Uh, You go ahead first.
1: And if you have a different one, that's okay. Um, I read that today when you posted this, and um, that lyric has become very special to me um, I recorded an episode with Donna with Bruce Funds and I quoted that and we were talking about how Bruce's music had helped people get through illness and like a week and a half later I was in the hospital diagnosed with colon cancer and so when I had to name my Caring Bridge page I used Blood Brothers and, and, and so that Quote in that lyric has the ones that he added for those reunion shows has been very special, but no pressure. If you have a different lyric, you could use that. <laughs> no, that uh,
2: that actually works for me, and Good. you know it's you know it's all in the same genre anyway. Right. Whether it be Land of open and Dreams, whether it be You Can Take Care of Our Own, it's all the same message. And obviously, Blood Brothers is a you know great song, and you know it became. You know, it took on a different meaning and it became a lot more powerful because even if you watch the actual video where he changed the lyrics, this was the last show of uh, the reunion tour, and um, you could see Bruce tear up because it affected
1: him. And Um, when when he circles everyone to come and then hold hands, um, man, if if you're not tearing up. Um you, well, yeah. when
2: I told you the story before that I was hearing up when, when the members were doing it during Land of Hope and Dreams, yes that's what came to my mind. When I saw that it just you know, it's a very powerful moment and you know, you saw that in Bruce himself, you know, just being around you know, holding his band members' hands knowing what a moment it was, even he choked up. So it is a powerful lyric. Yes.
1: All right. Um, Take... I will,
2: if you want me to read it, I will yes, read it. Yes, please do. Now, on, out here <laughs> on this road, uh, out on this road tonight, I close my eyes and feel so many friends around me in the early evening light. And the miles we have come and the battles won and lost are just so many roads traveled, so many rivers crossed. And I ask God for the strength and faith in one another because it's a good night for a ride, across the river to the other side, my blood brothers.
1: Well said, sir. I, I totally agree. We are travelers on this land of hope and dreams. And I am glad that I have good companions like you three and like the other members of Spring Nuts and Bruce Team fandom and whole that are on my side. Um, here, here. Yes. Amen. Yep. Amen. Amen. So uh, for now, we're going to say thank you, um, and we will talk to you soon. Bye, everyone. Thank you for having us. Bye. Bye. Thank are- you. Bye.
0: with dream